0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I'm your host, Ellie Hope Collins, and I am so glad that you're here. It's on this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we can step into healing because Jesus has already extended everything to us. And sometimes he's inviting us to step in and receive that healing for ourselves in the situation that we're in. We are talking today with Renette Holmeseth. She is the founder of Your Faith Journey, which is a nonprofit organization designed to connect women to their faith journey, to set them off on a course and and help them continue their course in their faith and in their relationship with the Lord. It's an awesome organization doing really cool things, so go and check them out. But in this episode, we do talk about the power of community and the power of of mentorship and really just linking arms with the right people in our process, including our healing. So it's a great episode. I think you'll enjoy it. But before we get into that, I do want to remind you about the Healing from Divorce online course. This is an eight-week program that I have created to launch you into Christ-centered healing from divorce and a bad breakup. Yes, there's people who are taking this course that have gone through a bad breakup. This is a do-it-yourself, it -it your own pace kind of course, but it's designed to launch you into the heart of God because he cares about what you're going through. Sometimes we have to take steps to reclaim areas of our life with him. So join the course today. Doors are open. You can join at any time and you can take it at your own pace, like I said. And you can find that information on my website at hopereclaimedministries.com. Again, hope hopereclaimedministries.com. Join the Healing from Divorce online course. It's a great place for you to launch into your own healing. So that's enough of that. Let's get into this episode with Renette. Enjoy. I am so glad you're here today. Thank you for being here, Renette.
1: Yes, I'm excited.
0: Yes, I would love for you to share just a little bit about who you are, what fills your days, and um, just like a little bit more casually, um, what you do and who you are.
1: So what, well, my name is Renette, and I have been married 38 years, almost 39.
0: Congratulations. That's something to celebrate, let me tell you. It is.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, and I have three adult children. So my son is 37, almost 37. And he's married, lives in North Carolina, and they have a 9 and a 10-year-old. Oh, and funny. then I have a daughter that's almost 35, and she has a 5, 4, and 3-month-old.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. And then my youngest daughter is 28, and she's not married
0: yet. Okay. Yes. So- and so, so you have some, some grandkids that are here and some that are far away.
1: Yeah. I have three here okay. and then two in North Carolina.
0: Oh so. man. Is that hard to be away from them?
1: It's really hard. Oh, yes, it's I'm very sure. hard. And they, you know, at that age, they grow so fast, right? Yeah. But it's,
0: yeah,
1: it's really fun.
0: But thank the Lord for technology, right? I mean, it is. just imagine not having that, like even just FaceTime and being able to, to talk that way is amazing.
1: I know it really is. It does help. And even like for me personally, just, I love people. And so being able to have zoom where I can see a face helps me because otherwise I probably would have been in a crazy place somewhere.
0: Oh my gosh. And especially, (laughs) especially during COVID, you know, I mean, just, and I mean, when, when we first met, we met virtually and, Mm -hmm. um, and just like you had already talked with a bunch of people that I've talked to and people that I've done that, that, that I've, done some ministry things with. And I was like, this woman is like on a roll. I mean, you're like Miss Connector. And, and what's so cool is like, this is the ministry that you've built is kind of connecting women and connecting people with like the right women. And I mean, we're going to get into a little (laughs) bit of your faith journey, which is the ministry that you, um, that you have, which is so great. But I would love for you to share your story. What, what God has done in your life and kind of what has led you to this point.
1: Yeah. So we raised our kids about an hour and a half North of the twin cities in, um, a small town and my husband semi-retired and we decided to move down to the twin cities to be closer to our kids. And that was about six years ago. Okay. And three years ago, I knew God was going to do something different with me. I just really didn't know what it was at that point. And then three years ago, this past July 2nd, my husband and I were coming home from my sister's cabin about 9.30 at night. We were two miles from home. I was driving and we were halfway through a green light and I saw this vehicle pull in front of us. And I said, oh my God, they're going to hit us. And just that fast, we hit head on. Oh my God! And then it's all the glass and the crunching. And then we came to that stop and my husband said, are you okay? And I said, I'm not sure. And I said, we just have to pray. So we both started praying out loud. And as soon as we started praying, there's that crazy calm that comes over. And then I remember trying to open the door and I couldn't move my arm at all. And I couldn't open the door. And then I heard these voices like, we got to get the door open. We got to gotta get her out. And as soon as the door opened, there was a man kneeling, looking at me saying, there's a pretty big gash in her neck, but it's not spurting any blood yet. And I didn't know at the time, but I have a scar from the front of my neck to the back of my neck, the seatbelt cut me. So my neck was wide open.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow.
1: And I get onto the ambulance and I said to the paramedic, I said, can I call my kids? And she said, if you don't let me do what I have to do, you're not going to live to see your kids. And they brought me to Regents Hospital, which is a trauma hospital. Yeah. Um, I went through a two hour surgery to repair my neck. And it was interesting, a lot of little miracles in the emergency room, but I got up into surgery and I said to the anesthesiologist that I wanted to pray. and She said, I pray for a lot of people in this position. They don't always know it, but I pray for a lot of people. And then I remember the surgeon coming in and her telling him that I wanted to pray. And then I don't remember anything until recovery. And in recovery, the surgeon comes in and he said, well, God's not done with you yet. Amen. Um, yeah, our car totally. <laughs> and, but the next probably four months or so, it was so incredibly hard. Like the pain oh, was wow. like almost unbearable
0: yeah. and
1: like the pain pills weren't even touching the pain. And all I could do was pray. Like I couldn't even concentrate to watch TV or read. The pain was so bad. And God just kept saying, rest in me, rest in me. And you know, he got me through one day. He got me through a week, he got me through a month. And towards the end of that time, um, he started impressing upon me that um, you're going to be doing something with women. And then two years ago, January, I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard God say, now's the time, but this is going to be bigger than you can imagine. And then I heard Joshua 3, 5. And I couldn't remember what that was. So I just wrote it on a sheet of paper. And the next morning I looked it up and it's consecrate yourselves for in the morning. The Lord will do amazing things among you.
0: Isn't that cool? I just want to stop there really yeah, quick because, yeah. because I mean, there, there's been these moments where the Lord has dropped those kind of verses in in my heart and mm-hmm. and just reminded me of things. And sometimes I'm like afraid that it's going to be a like a genealogy or something just totally <laughs> random, you know. You don't really know, <laughs> don't. and then um, or you know just something totally like totally ridiculous. Um, but the, but but the Lord speaks that way. It he does. really does. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, so it was just really interesting. From there, he just really started just impressing upon, like I could almost see pieces of things of what he was, was bringing together. And yeah. um, so we started out, we applied um, for a nonprofit. I got it within two months, which they say is crazy. Um, and we started out really doing events. So we launched a year ago, January. We had an event where um, five women just kind of told about what they do. And then every month we had an event and it was like faith and finance. It was something about faith, right? And women would come to our events and they'd say, there's something really different about your events. I can't even just explain it, but there's something different. But after a few months, God just said to me one day, you know, Renette, it's great to have these events, but you need to feed my sheep. And so he took me on this journey and so he he's like, you need these resources. And he kept talking about women doing amazing things that we need to link arms. We need to unite with each other. We need to support one another and encourage one another. So what we do is we bring women in through their stories of hope, but then we connect them to these resources that we have in place to help them. So coaches and mentors in really every aspect of their lives, wow. whether it's finances or business, um, so we actually walk them through their faith journey and, and connect them to that.
0: Wow, that's amazing. I mean, so what I love is that this, this came out of a, a very painful time of your life, of, mm-hmm. of physical pain right. and, all, and, and great emotional distress too. I mean, I would love for you to, to talk a little bit more about that, what that was like. I mean, how long was this, was this time of recovery, did you say?
1: Um, I'm actually still recovering three years oh later. Like I still wow. have nerve damage on the left side of my body, but, wow. um, you know, honestly going through the beginning part of it, um, you know, it almost doesn't seem quite real. Like there were little things, like I had a purse in the car and it had a piece of metal on, it, it was all mangled. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't even realize until you actually like see your car and some of those things, how yeah. bad it was. Right. Um but in that pain, I do remember there were days where I was like crying out, like, Lord, if I have to live the rest of my life like in this much pain, I can't do it. Like I physically can't do this pain. Yeah. But you know, he's so gracious. Like I said, he gets you through one day and gets you through another day. And pretty soon, you know, months gone by and and I can look back now after three years later, um, even though I would never want to live through that again. But um it, I can feel grateful now because of what he's brought out of it. Hmm. So it's really been a hidden blessing and a time that I was actually forced to spend in so much prayer. Oh, totally. Um, because otherwise we just don't take the time to do that, right? Where you spend like all day praying.
0: <laughs> right, right. It's these moments <laughs> where, where we're really brought to our knees. I mean, the, the, mm-hmm. this podcast is, is particularly around um, divorce and, and that, that mm-hmm. level of pain there are these times where we just have these life shattering events and this is one of them that quite literally i mean if your life represents your or if your car represents your life mm-hmm. your your life was shattered in that car wreck and right. the fact that the lord stepped in and and i mean i love that he um he was speaking to you through all of these people the doctors mm-hmm. and and all of that um yeah. how did you feel his presence. Um, and, and how did, how did he, I mean, he, he showed up in so many ways, but I'd love for you to share a little bit more of that, Mm -hmm. how he was personal for you in that time of pain. So in
1: my prayer time, um, you know, I had journaled before, but I really started journaling a lot more and really how he spoke to me was in the journaling. Um, because I would pray and then I would sit and listen, and like he would a lot of times, like you said, give you a Bible verse. Or, and then I would start writing, and he would speak to me through my writing. So I have journals full of how he spoke to me.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I do too. That's do? how. That's how yeah. he speaks to me a lot as well through journaling.
1: Yeah, and you know it's him because it's not things that I would have said or right. things that I would have put down. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's just really how he spoke to me a lot was through the journaling. So. You know, I like to tell people that if they've never done that, you know, just to start simple, right? Like just yeah. open your Bible and just start praying first, um, ask the Holy Spirit to come in and, and then just start praying. And then he will usually give you a Bible verse, right? And so
0: mm-hmm.
1: you just look that up and then you just open the notebook and start writing.
0: Yeah. Well, and I love that this is even just a practical thing that, 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 the, the this is what your faith journey is all about is like giving you the connection and the practicality to be able to build your relationship with the Lord. And, um, and and this is something that came out of your painful experience. Let's say, let's say you're talking to somebody who is in that point, who's like, God has forgotten about me and he is not for me. Um, What do you say to those women? How would you encourage them?
1: Well, he he does care about each one of us, right? And what's crazy that I've noticed, too, is like even the first year that I, I went through this ministry, there were some things that I had to learn, some hard things, right? And um, like at one point, I had a couple of women speaking to my life, well, you're doing this wrong, you should be doing it this way. And, and even though I knew it wasn't the way the Lord was leading, um, I was intimidated by that, right? Like I I didn't stand up for what I knew God was telling me, like, you need to speak up. And so one day the Lord said to me, Renette, whose opinion matters more, mine or man's? And it was really humbling, but I had to say their voice was louder. And once I really claimed that and, and, you know, said, Lord, I am so sorry. Like, you are the only one that matters. It was like he released this boldness in me. And so I think that's what I would say to women is just start praying and he's going to give you that peace. Um, You won't even be able to, you won't even be able to explain like really why you feel this peace, but he'll just give you this peace. And it's like one day. And I guess, again, that journaling thing I think really helps because then you can look back because you are going to have hard days. You are going to have those days where Satan comes in because he knows exactly where to tempt us, right? Yeah. He knows exactly what gets us. Yeah. And so he comes in there at those points and he's like, see, look at this, see, look at this. But that's where if you have the, if you're journaling and you're praying, you can see and look back, like, well, look at this day when I really leaned into God and he was so good and he gave me such peace. And I think that's how it can help. And then also lean on your friends too, right? Like the women are faith. And that's what I'm so excited about a community of women, just yeah. loving on one another, encouraging one another, because, it's not about competition. It's not about comparing and judging. And, you know, if we as Christian women can't get that right, who's going to get it right?
0: Totally. Totally. Yeah. I love, I love this point of journaling these things. Mm-hmm. A lot of my journals start out on, totally on the soul level. Like yeah. I'm just, you know, like <laughs> complaining about my day and yes. like, oh, I didn't sleep well. And, or, you know, whatever it is. Cause I always, I always journal in the morning. Yes. Um, and uh, so much of it kind of starts in that. And I think that's really okay. Um, mm-hmm, as it. long as we're turning it to praise. I mean, you look all through the Psalms and, and so many of David's Psalms and even Asaph. I mean, there are, these, there are these moments of like, God, have you forgotten about me? Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> like all these things. And then it says, but I will praise you, but you're my stronghold, whatever it is. You know, it's always turning it to praise and saying, God, you are who you say you are. Yes. Um, but, but in journaling these things, we can look back mm-hmm. and we might not be able to see it in the moment right? in that particular day of saying, of saying, I feel your peace, Lord. So thank mm-hmm. you for being with me. But we can look back and say, okay, I actually see that I have made progress.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause we are going to have those hard days. I mean, we are, and, yeah. and God even wants to hear those, right? I mean, he knows our thoughts anyway.
0: Yes. So, yes. <laughs> so it's
1: okay to say them out loud.
0: What's, um, what gets you through those discouraging days? Cause I mean, you, you said that you're still experiencing nerve damage right now. Mm -hmm. What gets you through those days? Cause I'm sure you have them.
1: Great. Everybody does. Um, you know, what kind of really gets me through those days is, I mean, honestly, when I think about how much Jesus had to suffer. And I think a lot of times the most, the things that we learn the most are through the suffering. Um part of me thinks too that sometimes that it makes me stay close to Jesus because I am in pain and I have autoimmune disease too. So that's just part of my life. And so I think just being in that pain all the time, um, I don't always think about it. It's there, but I don't always think about it, but um, it just keeps me more humbled and just needing
0: him. Well, well, first of all, I want to say, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry that you're experiencing that pain because that's not God's ultimate plan for our lives we weren't designed to experience this as we were in the in the in the garden and i love you know we we're we're in the middle of these two gardens as lisa turker talks about Um, we're in the middle of these two gardens and that's why that's why it's messy Um, and so i i'm I'm sorry that you're experiencing that but i love that you said that that god is using that and Mm -hmm. that he's that he's taking this thing um, that you're, that you're almost grateful for it now, which sounds crazy to the <laughs> outside world, doesn't it? It does. I mean, that, that seems insane thinking about that. We can be grateful for the thing that the enemy tried to destroy us with. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: It does sound crazy, but <laughs> there is such beauty on the other side of it. Right. And, yeah. it, and what comes out of it is just like for me, like this whole ministry thing that he's started, I mean, this is his and not mine. And yeah. just the people he's bringing together and the way he's he's just defining it is really amazing. I mean, there's only, I mean, it can only be from God. So it's it's pretty exciting.
0: That's so cool. So I would love for you to share more about your faith journey, what you guys are all about. Yeah,
1: so we really, our heart is really the, the woman right and so it's helping her meeting her where she's at um, whether she's maybe a believer maybe she's not even a believer yet so we want to be able to help her like how do I talk to Jesus how do I read the Bible how do I pray simple things right to help her on her faith journey but we also want to be able to walk women through no matter where they're at so we're doing a lot of soul care yeah I'm um, really care over women's souls, because our souls are so important. And so what,
0: what is soul care?
1: So soul care is really diving deeper and letting the Holy Spirit really lead you to where mm-hmm. God, what God is saying to you and where he wants healing and things like that. So um, we've got a team of women who are uh, putting some things together right now that are going to be really powerful in that. Um, and then we also have what we call faith university. So we've got online courses and webinars, and we can do our coaching through that now too. And what I'm really excited about the platform we're using is that it can be transferred to different languages as we go global.
0: So cool. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. So there's going to be just so many women. And I just keep picturing like this this road leading up to Jesus and we're women and we're linking arms, walking up towards Jesus, or we're running towards Jesus. And then we're pulling other women with us as we come. So it's really just this beautiful. What we are is we're really just basically a mentoring. We mentor women and we're creating mentors. So you come in and you get mentored, you get loved on hmm. and helping you learn how to mentor other women.
0: Yeah. What, so what, what is mentoring to somebody who's like, okay, so I keep hearing mm-hmm. about this. I keep hearing about <laughs> coaching or what, you know, what is that all about mm-hmm. and why do I need it?
1: Right. So mentoring really is a way for you to connect with other women, but then what well, we're doing is different cause, because we're very kingdom. Like we are, yeah, we're doing yeah. things differently than the world ways. Um, we're not doing it. Like you have to do it this way, this way, this way. We're letting the Holy spirit lead everything. Well,
0: and I love that you even said this, <laughs> that some women have, you know, came to you and said like, Oh, you're not doing it right. You got to mm-hmm. do it this way. And and when we are having the Holy spirit as our CEO, when we have, when we have him as our president of our company or our ministry or our business, it's going to look different because he's not of this world. He's not, of this world. <laughs> he's, not. he's, he's beyond <laughs> it. And he knows exactly what we're supposed to do. Yes. So what yeah. are some things that, how has he called you and your faith journey to, to do a little different, to, to build a little differently?
1: Well, it's, everything's on his timing. <laughs> and honestly, it's probably gone a little bit slower than what I thought. But what's interesting, too, is when I, at the times when I thought, like, okay, Lord, I'm not hearing you, like, I'm not sure what direction to go here. And especially when those women were speaking that over me, he told me later, like, Renette, you thought I was, I left you, but I was protecting you. I was protecting this. Wow. And so what I've really learned too from kingdom is that it really takes like the worry out of things because he's making the connections. He's, he, it's his, he's doing the work. So if it's somebody that doesn't get back to you, or if it's something that doesn't work out the way you think he's in control, he's protecting, he's leading.
0: Yeah, totally. and so, <laughs> Like, <it> well, really... <laughs> Lord, you're going to take this roadblock or you're going to, You're going to take this detour and it's going to be a better, more scenic route or whatever it is because he's so faithful to do that.
1: Yeah. He wants the best for us. So really, if we just trust him in that and we just lean into that, he's going to provide that. So that's, that's the difference between kingdom and world because the world will look at that and go, okay, this is crazy. You don't have like all these steps. I mean, we still have a plan, right? But we hold it loosely and we, we pray. And we pray to make sure that it's leading the way he wants it to go.
0: Well, and that's been all of 2020, right? Yes, (laughs) It's been all of 2020. (laughs) Like, well, we have our plan. We're going to hold it very loosely and, (laughs) and, um, it is interruptible basically because our world has been interruptible. Yes, it has been very interruptible. (laughs) So you have all these plans for your faith journey. Um, and the goal is to encourage women to to launch them into wherever they are in their walk with Jesus. Yes. Um, I mean, we, we started talking a little bit about mentoring, and then I got sidetracked, mm-hmm. so I apologize for that. No. Um. But but why is that important?
1: So what's really why it's really important is because if our soul's not right, if we're not connected, I mean, Jesus wants a relationship with us more than anything. More than yes. And, so somebody said yesterday to me that there's a difference between a purpose and a calling. Your purpose is to love God and love others and serve him. And your calling is what comes out of that. Hmm. Um, so I, I really love that. And I thought that's what we want to do. We want women to find healing. Um, we want them to find purpose in Jesus and their relationship with Jesus. Because honestly, we know that without that, nothing can flow from that.
0: Totally. Um,
1: If we don't have that in place. So it's really mentoring women, finding out, you know, really about their heart. And once we get to know women's hearts and then we can walk them with them through, you know, a business or finances or whatever, stripping them up. And like some of the women we're meeting are just amazing. Like there's a gal um, that's one of our partners and she was um, raped by her father when she was like, I think it was around 10 and had the baby. And because of that, she had a life just full of promiscuity and drugs and alcohol. And, and then she came to know Jesus and because of his healing, now she is just on fire to help women going through trauma and sexual abuse. So it's women like this that just, you know, we've got another gal who her, um, her mother, committed suicide. And a year later, her son overdosed. And so now she has just this passion and how God helped her through that. So now she helps women with grief and how they can, you know, walk through with grief and lean on Jesus and find hope in that.
0: Wow. That's amazing. I mean, I, 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 everyone has a story, right? I mean, I, that's why I love, I love doing this podcast because I love hearing other women's stories and men's too. I mean, this, this Mm -hmm. podcast isn't just, For women, um, but obviously your faith journey is is geared towards women. Um, right. That's the majority of my listeners too. But shout out to the men that listen to. Yeah, it. shout out to the men. We yeah. love you too. <laughs> we love you too. And you also need mentors and <laughs> and people to walk with you through. Yeah. Um, but I just think of the Great Commission, right? Which mm-hmm. is go into the world and preach the gospel and disciple the nations, and that is really what you're doing. Is you're you're creating a discipleship program. Yes. This men, you know, mentorship is like Mm -hmm. kind of a fancy word for discipleship, right? It is. (laughs) It's a form of discipleship, which is, you know, investing in someone else and leading them through. And that's what Jesus did on his, you know, here in this world. I mean, he actually walked in this world and he had his close people that he walked with them through. He taught them how to do. And, you know, it wasn't just like step A, B, C, D, but he just, (laughs) he walked with them and- And they watched, and they asked questions, and you know, that's, that's the beautiful thing about doing this Christian walk, where, where that's how we're supposed to live. That's how we're supposed to do mm-hmm. um, our journey with the Lord. And so many people try to do it on their own, you know? Yes. And particularly when you're coming out of trauma, when you're coming out of heartbreak, when you're coming out of physical pain like, like what you experienced. Um, which was also emotional pain of mm-hmm. of this really hard journey of recovery. We were not meant to do it alone. No, no, you that's know, a... we're not meant to do it alone.
1: No, that's our tagline. You were not meant to do this alone because
0: I actually didn't know that. Yeah, so that's never awesome. We're meant to walk alone.
1: That's our tagline <laughs> because we aren't. I mean, God has been. That's one thing He's been so clear about is that He's about unity and linking arms with others. Cause even Jesus didn't do it alone. Right. He had 12 disciples. Right. Yep. So it's like, and he then do it alone.
0: <laughs> he did go alone to, but, but he went to go be with the father. Yes. You know, he didn't yes. do it. I, and I, I love this, these, these pictures of him just like finding solitude with the father so that he mm-hmm. could get recharged. Yes. Um, And that, and that's even kind of circling back to what he spoke to you in I think it was in the hospital. What you said was that he said, "Rest in me," mm-hmm. of just yeah. of getting your rest and rest in Him. But then Jesus went back to community. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to just do it in the wilderness.
1: No, and especially in the hard times, like when people are struggling with something, we have a tendency to want to do it alone. Right? We don't want to tell others. We don't want to share with others because we just don't even know what to say, or we are embarrassed or we've got all this, you know, all this shame and everybody's got a story. If people realize that everybody's got a story, everybody struggles. Yeah. I mean, even though I've been married 38 years, we've gone through a lot of hard times, Mm -hmm. but it's making that choice every day. Right. Yes. Um, And honestly, if Christ wasn't the center of our marriage, we would have never made it. Um, yeah. but it's well, that praise choice the Lord <laughs> that you have
0: praise. No, seriously. I mean, and that's can't. something to celebrate on this podcast. Cause I share a lot of stories of women who have gone through divorce mm-hmm. as I've gone through divorce and, and it is a painful, painful time. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, I take it very seriously when someone's like, I've made it two years <laughs> of marriage. I'm like, let's celebrate. <laughs> let's like have a party. I mean, now that I'm remarried, we've been, we've been Uh, we've been married for two, over two months. And we're like, we did it. (laughs) We did it. We're still married. (laughs) You have to celebrate that. That's incredible. (laughs) It really is. Seriously. Yes. Praise God. So, I mean, I want to, I want to circle back to this thing of not doing it alone and, Mm -hmm. and really, um, cause that's so, so important. So this, 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 your 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 idea of doing this mentorship of doing this discipleship mm-hmm. um i mean why is why should people want this because sometimes we think that we're we're doing fine mm-hmm. and if you're experiencing a lot of shame a lot of guilt um you know this this call to step in and say i'm going to be vulnerable is super intimidating it is How do you see that in, um, in the women that you're, that you, that you are running with right now?
1: You know, that's why I think hearing stories is so important because when we hear those stories, we see that women are vulnerable and we see that when they open their heart, that's when the healing can start. Because if we're not, um, if we don't open up, if we're not willing to just lay it all out there, the healing really is never going to start because then we live in that dark place and we might be able to stuff it sometimes (laughs) like, right. Okay. It's gone. I'm just going to keep busy. I'm just going to not think about it, but it's always going to come back. um, Unless we deal with it.
0: Yeah. One of my, um, one of my mentors, um, Jim and Lynn Jackson from Connected Families. I don't know if you're Mm -hmm. familiar with them. Um, They have this awesome parenting organization. And one of their, one of the kind of their mottos that they say a lot is what's concealed gains power, but what's Mm -hmm. revealed can be healed. It's like this idea of what we bring to the light can actually bring healing. And, and when we stuff it, when we keep it hidden, it's, (laughs) it's not going to be healed. You know, we hear like the story of, of, um, blind Bartimaeus in the, in the Bible. And Jesus says, what, you know, what, um, what do you want me to do for you? And he says, I want to see. And, you know, like even just vocalizing what the thing is that we need or, or the thing that's, that's being hidden is huge.
1: Yes. And it also kind of goes into where God's called us because a lot of times it is, not always, but a lot of times it is in that pain is where he's calling you too. And once we open up and start the healing process now, there's that mentoring that helping other somebody else that's gone through it or is going through yes. it, right? Yes. So it's not just about you. <laughs> it's about helping others.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And it doesn't just have to be as well the pain that has been inflicted on us. Right. It's, uh, it's sometimes the pain that we've inflicted on other people. Right. The sin nice. that we have committed. I mm-hmm. mean, to, to bring all of that to the light and, yes. and in true repentance, there's so much healing and redemption. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I've shared on this podcast a few times about how I, I walked through a rebound relationship while I was going through my divorce mm-hmm. and I felt a ton of shame after that experience because, because it was something that I did when, when everything leading up to that was about, um, was about what had had what had been done to me in mm-hmm. my ex-husband's affair and yeah. then all of a sudden it was something that i did and the sin that i committed and and but there's so much freedom in just and in, in airing that out and bringing that out to the open and saying this is also not too big for the cross right right this right. is also not too big for jesus
1: and honestly when you release it like people have a fear but what's the fear of because Somebody hears your story and they don't go, wow, horrible, horrible person, right? They don't, nobody's thinking anything. They're just like, wow, it's how brave of her to say that.
0: It's such a lie from the enemy that would <laughs> say everyone's going to think that you're the worst person ever. That is, is that is such, a such shame <laughs> it and it's is. just such a lie. It is
1: such a lie.
0: and It keeps division. It's, it does. Keeps so much division.
1: Division. It keeps us from yeah. being healed, right? Because, because that's what Satan wants. This is like, oh no, I can't tell my story because... I mean, honestly, no one really cares. I mean, they care, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's like, nobody's going to judge you to care. Like, you know, they might hear your story and think one or another, but it starts this healing process. It's not like, it's not about you.
0: It's exactly. (laughs) And you know what? And if, you know, if they, if they do look at you and, and think differently, then that's on them that's honestly, on them yes because they're not doing the, the work inside of their own heart to right. to see the log mm-hmm. in their own eye when they're looking at the speck in in their neighbors which is yours you know right. I mean we're, we are called to just look at that stuff within us mm-hmm. and and air that out bring right. that to the bring it to the open there's so much power in doing that in community
1: in community, right? So, you know, that's what I'm really excited about your for your journey because we provide that community, right? Where we can just pray for you and,
0: and yeah, love encourage
1: that. you. And and so it's really interesting because this was a little bit different turn that, that God took is because um, I had been speaking to a lot of women over the last couple of years. But what he was highlighting the last few months is we've really been speaking to leaders. Yeah. And so what we are is we're really our first level is we are equipping the equipper. So we're really providing that, that soul care and that, um, that community for women that are ministry leaders because when you are in a ministry role, um, a lot of people feel like they're alone on an island, right? Because who do you talk to and people don't understand? And so it's really feeding into those women, providing that community. So now they're stronger and able to go out and reach more women.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of output when you 're doing ministry <laughs> mm-hmm. or when you're doing when you 're doing kingdom business mm-hmm. um, there can be so much output, and then that can be a really lonely place i 've experienced this too, where mm-hmm. i 'm giving out a lot and i don 't i 'm like where are the people that know what this is like mm-hmm. because i don 't have like a staff that 's working with me i don 't have like a church that's sponsoring what i 'm mm-hmm. doing thing. Um it can be yeah, it can be really hard,
1: yeah, so we're really excited about that where we're just creating that community of of ministry leaders that we can encourage like i said and and support one another, pray yeah. over one another, so cool. but then now we're stronger and able to go out and reach these women coming in that that need mentoring.
0: That's so great. What would you say to people um or I guess what are some takeaways that somebody could be, you know be listening to this and feel that nudge of saying? that that nudge and saying like, I I need to, or feeling the call to air this stuff that's kind of like Mm -hmm. gnawing on them. What would you say to them to encourage them to air it out or how should they do that?
1: You know, I think... First is probably just to talk to someone and sometimes it's easier to talk to people that you don't know. (laughs) So, you know, we would love to have people reach out to us. We've got a team of women that would pray for you and kind of help you start that journey of healing. Um, But yeah, just start, just tell, start to tell somebody and, and God's going to take that. And he's going to honor that and he's going to bless that. And he is going to, he's going to have complete healing in you. And he's going to bring a different purpose for you. And, Yeah. He's just going to really expand things and you're going to be really amazed really.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think there's so much healing, just like you were saying, in just vocalizing it, in sharing Mm -hmm. it. Um, The chains are broken off, I think, when we really just surrender and, and, and share that even with one person or even or even just journaling it, if you yes. never even admitted it on paper, yes. you know, you put that thing in lock and key. And if you're not ready to talk to somebody about it, write yes. it down and then write burn it, it. you right. know, like that's right. okay. <laughs> that's but okay. Take that step of saying, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just going to put it out in the world yes. somewhere. And then, yes. you know, that can be a practical step of, of walking towards freedom in this thing that the enemy is really trying to hold you back in and um mm-hmm. yep. and then, then you can talk to somebody you could get a therapist you mm-hmm. could you could find um find a mentor you can yes. I mean there's so many things because I love your faith journey and this idea that everyone is on a different journey. It's your mm-hmm. faith journey. It's not like right. one size fits all these are the steps that you take. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we're all on a different journey. Um, but the one thing that keeps us kind of common is that we're not supposed to do it alone right and i think yes. that's so beautiful
1: yes yeah you're saying that too like like the step of journaling and even if you aren't comfortable having it written down somewhere just go away by yourself in your even your car just go to a, a place where you can just sit in your car yeah and just say it out loud like lord yes. i'm just releasing this and and just say it out loud.
0: <laughs> yeah. In your car. Whatever Nobody will hear you. <laughs> right. Whatever it is that it like a small step mm-hmm. towards it to get it out of your own head to get it out of your own heart because it's not meant to live there.
1: No, it's not.
0: The the hurt and the pain that we go through no matter what it is. The the hurt and pain that has been done to us mm-hmm. or that has been or that we have done. Right. We're not meant to hold on to it. So releasing it in some way is powerful, yes. and then we can take another step of bringing someone else into it, or, or, um, you know, <laughs> t- just taking more steps, right? Hearing it public on a podcast. I mean, who knows what? It, who knows where <laughs> it could be? You don't have to do that right away. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Small steps, small baby steps, small baby
1: steps. Yeah, I think that is the thing that I learned too. Is like, you know, it is really true when God says that if you just take that small step, if he can trust you with that small step, then he can trust you with bigger steps. So bigger things. So just take that first step. Don't even worry about the end result. Don't worry about what's down the road. Just take that first step, whether it's getting in your car and saying it out loud, whether it's writing it in a journal, whether it's talking to somebody, just do that first step.
0: (laughs) Yes. I love that. That's so important. Don't think about... Two years from now, don't think about even tomorrow in in terms of it, like right now, what can you do to surrender this pain that's holding you back? And, um, and the Lord is so faithful to use everything. He does not waste a single (laughs) thing. So thank you so much for your willingness to allow the Lord to use the thing that the enemy meant to kill you for his glory. You, you're, you've allowed him, you've allowed God to use it for his own glory, which is so beautiful and amazing. And I, um, I just applaud what you're doing. And I think this ministry is a, a powerful tool for the kingdom. And um, so if people are interested, where can they find more information about this? I mean, I've, we've shared quite a bit about it, but um, what, are some, what are some links or, or anything if someone's really interested in finding more information about your faith journey? Yes.
1: So our website is yourfaithjourney.org. And we have a Facebook group, which is Your Faith Journey Friends. You can find us there. And then we also have an Instagram, which is YF Journey. So you can find us there and you can connect. And and on our Facebook, we have little words of inspiration every day. Um, We have prayer, we have little declarations. So just little nuggets for you.
0: So awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for being here today, Renette. Yeah. I so yeah. appreciate you. And I just think your, um, your testimony is powerful. And the steps that you are taking in just your personal, your faith journey um, is really, really great. And encouraging to see so thank you for your willingness to share today i
1: still appreciate it it was it was fun talking it's always fun talking to you so oh
0: it's so great talking to you (laughs) i love it thank you so much so many good things from renette today if you're interested in taking part in her ministry your faith journey you can find that information in my show notes And if you are interested in hopping on to the Reclaimed community or to the Healing from Divorce online course, you can find that information on my website at hopereclaimedministries.com. Again, hopereclaimedministries.com. That's also found in my show notes as well. Remember, there is healing and there is redemption in Jesus. And there's always hope. Hope is my middle name. We'll see you next week.